1: Share the shine. Enjoy a medium Dunkin' Coconut Refresher for $3. Order ahead plus earn rewards. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer excludes classic Dunkin' Refreshers. Hello. Namaste. Welcome to Far From Fact. Join us, Keshav Naidu. And me, Hussein Merchant. As we solve pertinent world issues in
0: an attempt to make the world a better place. Make the world a better place?
1: Okay, uh, we'll leave it the way we found it. <laughs> so, you know, the other... Uh, rather fun thing that happened, which was also I think worth sharing, because there's some learning for listeners in there. Now, uh, you know the, the uh, my room. No, there is a small kind of. I don't know what it's called, but is chajja the right word, right term for it, where it's a yeah, small, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not an yeah. open chajja balcony. Chajja is the correct word. Is it a parapet? I, that's what, I don't know what the right term is. I think a parapet is chajja, but what are you referring to? So, you know, you have a, you have a wall. The thing outside your window. Yeah, the thing outside my window, where there is the wall and, and where your window yeah. is. And then just outside that window is a small thing below it. So it's a small uh, Kind of extension It's not accessible But if you want You can use it to store Old things And all of that So let's call it Chajja only Chajja Sounds It sounds about right No? Sounds right Yeah (laughs) It's (laughs) it's making the correct sound (laughs) Yeah So for listeners also to kind of visualize what I'm talking about, usually, you know, people hang clothes outside their window. Okay. So where that, where those clothes hang below it also, there is some, there is some uh, built up area below that. So that is the area I'm referring to. So now that you know what area I'm talking about. So what happens now in the rains, when it rains in the monsoons, water gathers over there. Okay, and there is a drainage, there is a small drain in the corner, but it's not built so well, like the slope and all is not so perfect, that the water automatically flows into that. (laughs) (laughs) The drain is at a height. (laughs) 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 So, as a result... basic thing like that. Yeah, so as a result, water gathers over there, in the monsoons especially... Now, this time, what I noticed was, again, you know, I don't know what I was doing. I was hanging clothes or so, I was doing something. And I noticed all these mosquito larvae or larvae, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. And pupa. Pupa, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> so there were... Pupa, 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 Ji. So, there were like... <laughs> there were like at least 100 or so huh and they were just chilling they were thriving in that puddle it was a fairly large puddle that was in that uh, on it that can Chajah. be dangerous very dangerous so they were chilling thriving in there and I could see them, you know, quivering and you can see. So how I noticed was because of the quivering, they, you, you know, the water, if, it, if it's a puddle, it's usually still. <laughs> but here there was constant movement of all these larvae in that puddle. So then I said, "K, damn. And we had started uh, feeling these mosquitoes at night over the past right. uh, two, three nights. We had, um, you know, my feet were full of mosquito bites. So then, because you had your own private little, uh, yeah, farm,
0: breeding mosquito, yeah. Farm. You, you are making your own <laughs> organic, 100% <laughs> organic, organic dingo. Eh? <laughs> the farmer in you doesn't allow you to even get your
1: malaria from outside. <laughs> so yeah, we we were starting to get irritated. Okay. With the mosquitoes. Yeah. Then I put two and two together. I said, shit, my farm, the mosquito farm is right outside my window. So this is where they are probably hatching from and coming and biting me. So then I quickly read up, how do you kill mosquito larvae? Hmm? Yeah. And there's so many different ways to kill them. Oh, I'm so (laughs) thankful to hear that there are so many ways. Yeah. So they say that the first and the best method, in fact, is to not let it happen only. So, don't let any stagnant water occur in the first place. Okay. And what I read was, you know, even if there is like a small plastic thaly that has been left on the road or wherever, and there is a small puddle in that plastic thaly, that is also enough to harness or whatever. For them to... Yeah, for them to start breeding and... Okay, so then I said, "Shit! This is much larger than a plastic thali. This is like a full-blown puddle." Yeah. So, yeah. first uh, method, I'll I'll give you like two or three of the ones that I read. So, the first one they say is you put some oil on top of the puddle, so that oil like will be tadka, under- hot oil. Yeah, you can do a tadka also if you're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But even any oil, the objective of the oil, is it floats on the surface. It blocks all the air. Ah. So, Ah. so those larvae will suffocate and die. Okay. That is the, yeah, that's the best way. In fact, it's, it's, uh, they say that's the best method to do it. Now I said, you know, I don't really have too much oil to just uh, (laughs) waste on this. So I went to the next method. Now, the next okay. method was, and these, you know, they reduce in order of effectiveness. Okay. okay, Yeah. So oil is, you can say, almost in like five to six hours, it will kill all of the larvae because it will suffocate them. Right. The next one, they said, take some soap or some dishwashing liquid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, again, mix that in water. Don't Don't get frothy. Just mix that in water. Dilute that liquid. And throw it in the water. There, you know, I don't know how it kills them, but I guess there is some sort of uh, substance in the, in the chemical in the thing that will eventually kill them. And this said about fifteen to sixteen hours. That is when how much time it oh. will take to kill them. So then the the third method I read was apple cider vinegar. So wow, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> again <So dilute>. versatile <laughs> that's what, so many different ways <laughs> so dilute apple cider vinegar in water and add that water in the puddle again around uh, 15 to 16 hours it will kill them so i started the process at about 9:30 in the morning and i said that you know i have about 15 16 hours i first threw the dishwashing soap liquid in the puddle and then I said, you know, I yeah. have apple cider vinegar, no one is using we'll be it dali. at home. We'll be <laughs> <dali>. <laughs> so
0: tell me why not froth it? The the, the, the soap? Why uh, why should you
1: not froth it? Because then you know what will happen is only the liquid will fall in and all the froth will be left in the in the vessel. Hand. Yeah, your <laughs> hand. Fair enough. But you know, the stupidest thing that happened to me the next morning, okay, I woke up to check, okay, has my solution been effective, but Correct. <laughs> that day had been damn hot and the entire puddle had only evaporated. <laughs> evaporated. <the> <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, apparently the
0: eggs huh? stick to like the wall. So even if there's no water. Oh wow! Okay. The next time the water comes back, hmm. they will uh,
1: breed. Breed, superb. So, which is why what you did is important. Okay, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, man. Yeah. But there were zero mosquitoes at night. So you know, at so, least yeah. I feel like uh, in in I'm a hero in my house. I'm a hero because I <laughs> solved. You, the- <laughs> you did save. Yeah. You put on your cape. <laughs> Got some dishwashing
0: liquid. Or hand washing liquid, whatever. (laughs) Went back a second time for apple cider vinegar. (laughs) Swooshing around the living room, room, back to the bedroom. (laughs) I can see that, I can see that. (laughs) No, this is good to know. In fact, Mm. uh, as responsible citizens... Yes. I think it's part of our job to not let water accumulate. Stagnate. BMC thing. used to do campaigns, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. For these things. Hmm. They can even fine you. Yeah, but now they have, I think, bigger fish to fry, no? Then uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finding stagnant pools <laughs> of water. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So yeah, man.
0: What was your week like? Any? I don't know. I you know you'll not believe me if I say this, but I had a run-in with the BMC about mosquitoes. Okay, okay. Like it was such a bad experience. I don't want to even think about it. Okay. Means in the past week? Just now, four days ago, three oh, days ago. Okay, tell us. Four tell days. Us about
1: ago. it. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so like my this landlord, he's suffering with coronavirus. First, yeah. He had that then his appendix was some troubling him, so he had to get an operation. Okay. And there was always some leakage going on, you know. Mm -hmm. So, the usual solution was not happening. The usual solution is come and paint the place with waterproof chemical. Okay. They say he didn't have access to those people. Mm. So, he put it on my head and I had to get something done. Mm. So, some guys came and put on blue tarp, which is like horribly ugly and Mm. whatever. Mm. Within two days, that thing went south. Okay. It started collecting it became like one three four foot tall balloon like thing it collected water so then in my own house i'm making holes in that thing for it to drain so i basically have a roof which blocks all light and air but still doesn't stop the water from coming in okay so so then it, it got really irritating right after a point i just stopped looking at it only okay what I did not realize is that between the bamboos, in little balloons, mm. water started accumulating in different parts. But okay. the water is not at my eye level, so I don't notice it. Correct. It is above my head, mm-hmm. as an outside on the terrace. Mm. Only if you stand above me on the t- roof, will you be able to see that puddle. Mm. In that puddle, I was breeding my own mosquito. Wow! Okay, okay. <laughs> and how did I find out? BMC guys just showed up. Oh, wow. They just showed up. They're looking at terraces like this upper and seeing who has blew up. And they identified you as a potential mosquito breeder. Potential breeder. <laughs> and they knew it and they hit a gold mine because it was full of lava. Damn. And what happened then? They said the fine will be 15,000 rupees.
1: Oh, man.
0: And you'll have to go to court. And he's saying like right now BMC has no money. Oh, <laughs> So, even for the spraying thing, you have to pay now. Okay, okay. But before the spraying thing, their job is to come and make sure that breeding is not happening. Just so that the spray doesn't go to waste. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, 15,000 rupees, you pay. So I'm like, I. Sorry. I don't even have a job. Yeah. I live here, I don't have a job. I don't have a break, lockdown, I don't have a job. Sorry. <laughs> so then, landlord ko bolo. So then, I call the landlord. He's like, I'm going into surgery. Oh. <laughs> what timing? <laughs> So, I said, then what to do now? He's like, okay, I'll send my son. So, he sent his son. Hmm. His son tried to talk to him, tried to give him a bribe. Okay. 500 didn't work, 1000 didn't work. They wanted 3000.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Eventually settle for two K. Damn man. Yeah, so what's happened is the BMC guys are angry at the BMC Mm. for the amount of risk they've had to face because of coronavirus and the work that they've done for coronavirus and Mm. how it's thankless. So Mm. now they're finding ways to get their own gratification. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're
1: acting like they're, they're warriors for the city, but really they're just doing it for themselves. Yeah, and man, you know, I, like I'm, I'm sorry that you have had a bad experience, but I don't even know if they are the ones to blame because there's no doubt. It's not them. Yeah, there's no doubt that they have had to go above and beyond their pay grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For no return, for absolutely no thanks or no return nothing
0: nothing so yeah so i i felt i mean i've heard such things in the past where they come and check for water and you know they find you <laughs> but you know in my own i think in my i was in my own world hmm. where i didn't pay attention i did notice the mosquitoes go through the roof i mean i was burning a coil almost like morning and evening okay okay but i didn't realize that i was breeding <laughs> myself <laughs> You didn't realize that they were your own creation. <laughs> my, oh my, I was the organic farmer. I was making jokes at your expense. All along going, Fuck. I've done the same thing. And the guy is showing me also. He's like, see, they could... and through the, then at that point, when I look into the tarp, huh. I can see it. But till then, I wasn't looking for it, right? I wasn't mm. thinking like, Are it... because at, till that point, I don't even know care there is
1: water over there. I'm not even paying attention to it. So, you know, Keshav, I I uh, think like if if the puddles are still there and it sounds like uh, they are... No, now men... I
0: keep clearing it. Oh, you keep clearing like, it. Like this okay. morning I clear it because I have to now. Otherwise, if they suddenly do a surprise inspection <laughs> again, this time my landlord will not
1: pay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Keshav, are you going to use dishwashing liquid or are you going to use apple no, cider No, I can't vinegar? do
0: anything. <laughs> I can't do any of these things because it's above me. It'll, I'll basically take, be taking a shower in <laughs> apple cider. <if> I, <laughs> because there's no way to pour it there.
1: There, okay.
0: But, you know, this kind of stuff really shocks me, you know, that mm-hmm. <laughs> we are be- it's so first world behavior, no? Yeah, yeah. To... F- fine for this kind of stuff when it's not like outside, it's the first world. Yeah. I mean, you know how many puddles there are outside? Absolutely, man. Yeah. There are construction sites that are fully cordoned off. Hmm. Inside that construction site, there will be so many naturally
1: occurring breeding grounds. Yeah. And are you finding those BMC builders? Ke office may there will be multiple breeding grounds, I'm sure. Then... <laughs> then
0: so that kind of uh unscrupulous hmm. finding hmm. is
1: Yeah. But also, you know, I feel like they the, the BMC must be having like they must have identified these uh sweet spots. See car I feel at some areas of car some areas of, you know, where where they feel like the people will have the paying capacity. Uh, so they go and they visit these places where they feel like they can just, fine, 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 scare people into paying uh, whatever yeah. amount. And I'm sure it doesn't happen like in a Dharavi, I'm sure this is not happening. The, their collective social justice will take place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: There will be a shoe which is collecting a puddle there. That <laughs> horse <laughs> and
1: it. They'll not go there. It's dangerous for them. You know, when you were saying, no, that they were asking for a bribe or, or they were asking for a 15,000 rupee fine from you. Huh. One thought that came to my mind was you tell them that it's not but ye have breeding ground this <laughs> breeding huh. <laughs> no, but
0: that's the thing. They fa- they first killed all the mosquitoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did. I I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. So they did their job. Okay. One guy came with some liquid which looked like some sort of phenyl Okay. But I'm sure it was far more stronger Ported. than regular yeah. phenyl Yeah. Because trust me, like my eyes were burning till later that evening. <laughs> like I could not see clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Muchar bhi gaya, eyesight bhi gaya. <laughs>
1: so, so then, then know. what happened after he, uh...
0: so you, it, it was really strong that stuff. it I saw the larvae just like wriggle and die. Oh, what you were saying 15 hours, eight hours uh-huh. and all, no? Yeah. In front of my eyes, till the time that I could see, man, <laughs> it, it died. <laughs> so, what he did, like he made slits in those top, uh, So, the water so that doesn't more gather. water would puddle, whatever. So, yeah. I had made slits like very cautiously so that if we need to repair it, mm. we can repair it. Mm-hmm. He came in like a, you know. <laughs> Butcher. Like, drug enforcement authority. <laughs> And cut, 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 ta Like, you know, like the sword, Japanese sword ka jusa. Samurai. <laughs> Samurai, yes. <laughs> and he was quite short also. He couldn't even reach. <laughs> but he was going for it. And then all that water, when it comes down, he's huh? showing me, the ko go, here go. He's the one who introduced me to the word poopa. He's like, pupa, oh, poopa, poopa, poopa. Oh man! (laughs) And then he sprays that liquid all over everywhere, and And on your and on your eyes also. (laughs) Eyes also gone. (laughs) So like unscrupulous in his spraying. Yeah. (laughs) He killed my money plant also. I had a money plant in a in a vase. Oh shit. He goes, oh, there's a bottle. <laughs> like, you know, as if, like, he's discovered, like, black money in my house. <laughs> then he goes and pulls that out. Uh-huh. He pulls that plant out, just kills it. Oh, doesn't care. Shit. Leaves it on the thing and then empties that thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, this is malaria. Saap so, ke mein malaria is dengue a hai." Oh, man.
1: Means he identified the disease by the poopa. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, I then you have to take him seriously. Yeah. And then
0: I'm like, yeah, yeah kill my plant. Kill my plant. Abhi. Mari bhi do.
1: So you know, Keshav, I think they what you ended up paying or what your landlord ended up paying two thousand rupees for is this entire performance. It is not the <laughs> <laughs> the, show. <laughs> the show.
0: The show entertainment yeah. <laughs> that I received. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's tickets on book my show <laughs> Name of the performance poopa <laughs> <laughs> So Keshav uh, this week's story and uh, thank you to our Instagram listener and friend Divya Thank you, reason. Divya. Very cool, very fun story, Keshav, from uh, from Srinagar. Yes, yes, it is uh, Srinagar, India. So uh, it's it's a bit old. It's it's the story is from the thirtieth of May, but that's completely okay. It's still very fresh. It's still very fresh. So Indian police have released a pigeon belonging <laughs> to a Pakistani fisherman. After a probe found that the bird, which had flown across the contentious border between the nuclear armed nations, was not a spy. Yeah, <laughs> So, so this pigeon was released. Yeah, pigeon was released. And there's some more background. Uh, the pigeon was set free on the 28th of May. After nothing suspicious was found, said Shailendra Mishra, a senior police official in Indian-administered Kashmir. Now, it was unclear whether the bird was released and whether it flew back to its owner. <laughs> That's what the article yeah, says. So you don't know, right? <laughs> yeah. The Pakistani owner of the pigeon had urged India to return his bird, which Indian villagers turned over to the police after discovering it. And uh, the owner of the bird goes by the name of Habibullah. He says that it is just an innocent bird. He rejected allegations that the numbers inscribed on a ring on the pigeon's leg were codes meant for militant groups operating in the disputed region of Kashmir. And he said that those digits were just his mobile phone number and nothing else. (laughs) Yeah. And he also said that uh, the bird had participated in a pigeon racing contest. And there's some more background and it's really cool to know this. This sport is very popular in the border villages. And uh, they've also got someone called Yasir Khalid of the Gar Pigeon Club saying that (laughs) such races are held in India as well. And it is not unusual to lose a bird on either side. (laughs) So the officer says, the security officer said, that we had to take the bird into our custody to probe if it was being used for spying. In 2016 also, a pigeon was taken into Indian custody after it was found with a note threatening Indian Prime Minister Narendra Bodhi. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a question here. Okay,
0: is zooming out a little. Yeah, Yeah. My question is, what animal next week?
1: We did goat last week. Goat, pigeon, or pigeon. So I think you know we need to look at the medium. We've covered land, we've covered air. Now we need to cover water. Right. I was going another route also, which is we've covered mammals, we've covered uh, egg laying species. Next week, platypus. Okay, yeah. But platypus, I think, Australia se lana padega, na? Ke India... Story there will, some,
0: there will be some... I'm sure there is some gas station worker there with a platypus story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you feel, Keshav? The, are you glad that the pigeon has been uh, acquitted? Yes,
0: very, very glad. Although I do worry for the probing that happened. Probing, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> How damaging the, it was for the whether pigeon. Whether the pigeon is now flying with a slight...
0: <laughs> <laughs> slight wobble. Slight wobble. <laughs> <laughs> All the other pigeons are like, just walk it off.
1: <laughs> so, in 2016 also, you know, there was a pigeon that was uh, taken into Indian custody after it was found with a note threatening the Indian Prime Minister. But how do you think? I'm I'm genuinely curious as to how that message was discovered. Because see, that pigeon, I don't think, flew to the Prime Minister and and hand-delivered the note. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, who found the note? How was the note delivered? All very important questions. Super important questions because it's not like it
0: has a seal on the message which tells mm. you that this has been opened. Correct. There's no blue tick. <laughs> There's no blue tick. <laughs> this pigeon left me on red. <laughs> and it's a silly way to
1: uh, deliver a threat. No? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the fence about okay. that. See, because what i felt, no, about this entire story is that sometimes you get so caught up with uh, as as countries who are, you know, always alert about what their neighbor, or what their hostile or supposedly hostile neighbor is up to. You yeah. get so caught up in the newer ways and the newer threats. Like yeah. you're monitoring internet, you're monitoring messages, Right. Monitoring radio frequency. That right. you don't really remember that these so, methods also exist. Very smart. Very true. Very true. Because who
0: knows, my you, you might win the war with a pigeon. Yeah. So what can we
1: do with pigeons? Okay. So uh, is our goal to uh, take over countries? I don't know what the maybe take over countries or or maybe do at least startle them. Startle them. Okay. <clears throat> so say China, okay. Let's startle China. Let's startle China. They are really pissing everyone off, I think, at this uh, time. They are pissing off India. They are pissing off the US. uh, I think Hong Kong has become such a big issue. So we want to use pigeons to startle China. Now the the big risk Is that they will end up Eating the pigeons Let's just get that out of the way So So, I feel I feel that we should use that against them We go in with the assumption That they are going to eat the pigeons Yes Knowing that Then what can we do We send in a certain kind of pigeon That when consumed Will do something Yeah When consumed You will start glowing in the dark (laughs) (laughs) Keshav, I want to eat that pigeon, man. Why are you sending it to China? (laughs) (laughs) No, you've become radioactive. (laughs) Okay, okay, chalo. So you start glowing in the dark. So that, at least so that we can identify them easily. Yeah, like at the
0: border, let's say the Chinese troops have now eaten all our pigeons. Yeah. (laughs) But we can see them. We can see them. At night, you see where they're moving. Suddenly, two radioactive (laughs) bodies are banging against each other (laughs) in the night. (laughs) As a sniper, you're gonna get two for the price of one.
1: great but that's a great thing and I'm sure you know you can put some dye or something in the pigeons yeah so, yeah. That, so that the consumers of the meat end up glowing in the dark
0: the dark with different colors <laughs> so different borders you can use different colors if you want to know which ones are nepali soldiers which ones are chinese soldiers <laughs>
1: there's a dye which tells you <laughs> very good idea So, you know, one thing I also wonder about the people who caught the pigeon and who accused the pigeon of uh, being a spy or whatever. So the story says that uh, it it was belonging to a Pakistani fisherman that had flown across the border. The Pakistani owner of the pigeon urged India to return his bird, which Indian villagers turned over to the police after discovering it. Hmm. So... My question now is, what did that bird do to convince the villagers that it is not just a random regular pigeon?
0: Maybe the bird, like, started uh, dancing to Pakistani music when it came on. Like Coke Studio is playing, Coke Studio India is playing, the bird is not giving paying, giving it any bow. Yeah. Suddenly channel change you know They played <coughs> they
1: played. The pigeon pigeon only stepped on the remote, changed pigeon the channel. Pigeon <laughs> only
0: changed on the
1: remote. <laughs> Went and turned the dial. This, you know, actually dancing. reminds me. Yeah, this reminds me of that movie, *Bajrangi Bhaijan. Have you watched it? Yeah, hey, I've seen that movie. Yeah, Salman Khan rescues a girl from Pakistan. A girl, no? yeah. Or takes a so girl back to Pakistan, no? Correct, correct. He doesn't take her like he, uh, you know. They meet. She's lost, and they meet, and Salman Khan ends up taking her home and taking care of her, whatever. But. And right, she's yeah. a mute, uh, she's deaf and mute, I think, the girl. So she can't right. speak. And they think that she's Indian all along. But then, uh-huh. when there's an India Pakistan match, this girl starts cheering whenever Pakistan gets hits a four or gets a wicket or whatever. So, great plot,
0: <laughs> great plot.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, same, actually, beautiful theory. <laughs> this bird oh, starts. This bird. <laughs> Whenever Pakistan scores a 4 or a 6, it gets so excited and it shits on everyone. <laughs> it shits on everyone in the house.
0: <laughs> that is the reason. <laughs> couldn't
1: contain his excitement. <laughs> So, thank you for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. Thank
0: you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this special show. We also have some special thank yous going out to Michael Ducuto for a lovely iTunes review.
1: Yes, thank you very much, Michael. Also, thank you to Gaurav Suratran for your email and your topic suggestion.
0: And lastly, thank you to our Instagram friends and listeners, Abhijit. Jai Thuse Aniket Chatterjee And Geetendra Kumar Yes uh, Also special thank you to Jai Thuse For the for the goat meme We really enjoyed it <laughs> Yes
1: And, uh, and uh, even Kunal Purswani Kunal Perswani. Yes uh, You guys sent in some really funny memes About the goat episode Thank you so much And uh, Yeah in, in continuation of our City discovery exercise this week, we have a city from the lovely state of Kerala.
0: Yeah, so we're covering Kochi this time, formerly known yes, as Cochin yes. Yeah, so starting off our discovery of Cochin, Kochi rather, mm-hmm. is, you know, where the word itself comes from. Um, most recently, mm-hmm. we call it K-O-C-H-I, which is Kochi, but it, in its most, just before that it used to be spelled C-O-C-H-I-N. Mm-hmm. Um, but in its, you know, variously through, throughout history, it has had many spellings. There is a, there is a, they have a big, they have a big Jewish community there, the Cochin Jewish community, um, okay, which, which is called the Cochin Kogin, K-O-G-I-N. So all these words, um, are connected in a certain way, which is, mm-hmm. which gives, uh, its origin. Uh, Story. So many believe that the origin of the name Kochi is thought to be from the Malayalam word Kochu, K O C H U, Mm -hmm. space A Z L I, meaning small lagoon. Oh, wow. While another theory believes that it comes from the word K A C I, Kachi, Mm -hmm. which means harbour.
1: So very water related names.
0: Yeah. And after the Portuguese arrived and you know the british name Cochin stuck as the official name okay. and then the city reverted to its, to its original malayalam name malayalam name Kochi in 1996
1: okay super cool man it's so interesting just to see how words evolve over time over languages and ultimately it finds its final uh, name yeah like what a Oh, What's the story uh, behind that? No, no,
0: no, no, no. Like how water finds its place. Oh, oh you were being philosophical. philosophical. Oh. You need to warn me, Keshav. Hey, you can't just bring philosophy like that. Yeah? There must be a philosoph- philosophy warning.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, my fact is very brief. And uh, it's it's actually, I don't know what to make of it, but I just found it interesting. It says that in 1947, when India gained independence from the British colonial rule, Cochin was the first princely state to join India willingly. And uh, yeah, it's just cool that maybe, you know, they, they were the first to do something. And, but I think the larger message here That both you and I have realized After reading about Kochi Is just how Little we know It's How little we know, yeah We yeah, never yeah. expected Kochi to be such a big Such a vibrant, such a diverse city
0: International It's a proper international city They have an art biennale that happens there Wow, okay <clears> Or <throat> uh, biennale, however you say that But lots to learn about Kochi. So, if Mm. you're curious, go check out the wiki. Please, yeah, please do. Yeah, and uh, this wasn't sponsored by the Cochin Municipality Corporation.
1: (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) They are busy probably fighting Dengue in Kochi right now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, everyone. Bye. Bye.
0: I don't know what I was thinking when we named our dog Kitty. And this sweetie's become a true family member. So when we vacation, she comes too. That's why we love Red Roof. Not only are they pet friendly, you also get a great price on clean, comfortable rooms so you wake up rested and ready to hit the road again. And this summer, when we rest and repeat at Red Roof, staying two separate times can earn us a free night. Isn't that right, Kitty? (coughs) Book at redroof.com.